welcome, listener, once again to another edition of Footy from the Foot. Uh, the podcast coming to you live from the home of football in San Diego, the Bluefoots uh, neighborhood bar and lounge in the heart of San Diego's glittering North Park. I am joined, as ever, to my right, by the director of football at Bluefoot, Rod Styles. How are you, sir? Hello. Very well. Thanks for asking. Good, 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 good. Here's what we'll try and get through during this podcast. Uh, we'll look back at the first weekend of actual Premier League football, where uh, VAR read its mm. ugly head. Mm. <laughs> uh, then we'll preview the games involving our resident sports groups, um, as well as any other games of interest this weekend. And then to finish, um, some AOB, uh, the flotsam and jetsam of football that has piqued our interest uh, this week. Uh, I used to have an album by Flotsam and Jetsam. As always, uh, we want you to get involved. Uh, footyfromthefoot.com is finally launched. So, yeah, get involved on there. Uh, we also Woo! we also have uh, Footy From Foot on uh, Twitter and Instagram. Uh, you can find these podcasts on soundcloud.com slash footyfromthefoot. And we have an email address, footyfromthefoot at gmail.com. So there is no excuse to not get involved. All right. First weekend, at last it came, it was here, it was a joyous occasion. Uh, Liverpool was the first game when they played Norwich Anfield on Friday. Ouch. And yeah, that was a first half blowout. Totally. And As I predicted, by the way. <laughs> yeah, I think everyone sort of anticipated that one a little bit really, but I think the only cloud in that silver lining was Alisson going off. Yeah, he looked like, he turned around as though someone had... Like, shot him with an air gun or something into yeah, it totally. like, looks like he's going to be out for like eight weeks as well right so that honestly is a uh, it could have been it's a, a lot blow. worse it seems like but yeah yeah it's a blow for them they waited a long time to get a good keeper and um a competent yeah. good keeper he makes a huge difference yeah. to them doesn't he uh, i think the the confidence of the back four uh, emulates from performances that uh Alison yeah. has put in so you know, Adrian's fine, and uh, he actually was a little bit of a hero later on. We'll, we'll, we'll talk about the Super Cup uh, in a wee bit. Of course. Um, but actually, Norwich played all right, actually, didn't they? Won and the it, second half, Paul. Well, they won the second half, yeah, 1-0. Well, um, well done, they. <laughs> honestly, they, they had a go, aren't they? And, and, they had a go, yeah. And you can't fault them for that. Well, I, it was a little headless chicken in the first half. Second half, it, it, it calmed down a little bit. And to be fair, the, there was one point in the first half where it could have been 3-3. If their finishing had been a little better. Definitely, yeah. They, yeah, they had a lot of joy yeah. with that pass in between the two mm-hmm. uh, centre-halves and should have had a, maybe a goal at least in the first half. So, Not that I was watching the game, so I was actually working well, 100% pulling beers so for people here. So you've yeah. heard <laughs> about, yeah, about Norwich. Yeah. I was quite impressed with him, I've got to say. For so sure. I like, look forward to actually watching them more this season. Nice to see Delia Smith in the crowd as well. Indeed so. Uh, not on the pitch. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, she seemed to be enjoying herself totally. in the box next to Alan Hansen, I believe, yeah. if I remember correctly. Yeah, there you go. On Saturday, uh, the early game was West Ham versus Manchester City. Again, another blowout, really. Again, which I predicted. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry. West I'll Ham, toot my own horn. <laughs> not a great deal to write home about for them. They looked horrible. But the, the VAR thing was the talking point probably there was a couple of offside decisions that were absolutely minute the thing about these offside decisions is that it's, it's a black and white it's a binary decision ridiculous I, I'm sorry but I'm going to have to jump in here I, you're penalising somebody 
for having a bigger body part, basically, at times. If a runner is playing on the line, his shoulder is going to be forward, ready to sprint off. Try sprinting, you're going to move. The top half of your body is going to be a little bit more forward. I, I don't get this, your shoulder's offside. I get it with the feet, but come on. It, it, I, I'm finding it really hard to get my head around a little bit. So here's my counter-argument to that. Cool. I think that there's a comparison to, to how cricket started to use the uh, VAR, or as they call it, the DRS system. Okay. It started to give batsmen out that were playing a certain way, mm-hmm. and when it was being referred to a TV a camera angle that was better than a pair of human eyes on the field, they had to adjust their way of going about things, and they started to play with a bat more. I think that what will happen is that players will take that fraction of a second just to give themselves that little bit of a half foot so yep. that they're not going to be offside. Yep. And, and then also the centre-halves will start to adjust to them doing that. So I, I think that it will even itself out eventually. But yeah. Well, the news today, I think they are actually um, they're, they're convening now to have a conference and they're going to change the rule. Which brings me to my counter-counterpoint. Why the hell have we got VAR when it's not ready? Because if they're conferencing already right. about changing the rules, it's not ready. Yeah, and so what are they, what are they thinking of, of changing the I rules? I think about the body parts, like the, the shoulder or something. I see. Because okay. the emphasis should be on the attacking team as well, mm. in my opinion. Right. Yeah, I suppose. I've heard a lot of nonsense about this idea of daylight. and that, I mean, I, if you can't, if you're not happy with the actual very accurate offside rules then no one is going to be happy with oh what what constitutes daylight that's an absolute nonsense we've heard a lot of people talk about the next game well not the next game the next uh, game i want to focus on is tottenham versus villa and villa (laughs) took the lead in this one and deservedly so too Uh, and they run around like absolute idiots for 70 minutes yep they didn't have the ball for very much of that time and just, I think, just tied themselves out and they were able to uh, go ahead in those last 20 minutes. And uh, our favourite pal, Ericsson, he made a difference, he didn't he? He did indeed, yeah, he did. He came on, made a big difference. Uh, Tongan was dropped, which was amazing. I thought it was for an injury or something, but I've been reading this week that apparently he was not fit enough. Didn't put enough work in pre-season. Yeah. Threw his dollies out the pram. Mm, yeah. And... Um, Stormed out, but he, he actually came back to watch the game, so oh. hopefully that's not going to be too that's, too much of a big deal. That's good of him. Come back for Tongan. Yeah. So, well done, Harry Kane as well for scoring. Yeah. 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 Oh, he, he hates scoring in yeah, August. No, he doesn't like it. But hates yeah. it. So he looks uh, look, look sharp. <laughs> uh, other games, uh, just to sort of sum up a little bit. Uh, surprise that uh, Brighton beat Watford three nothing away from home. Champions. Uh, so yeah, they're <laughs> looking good for a good championship run. Graham Potter's new hotness. <laughs> And then also, it was a nil-all draw between Everton and Crystal Palace with Zaha on the bench. And I believe today he's had a meeting with all the players and we were all happy and eating cakes again there. Oh, so, yes. That's well, a, well done, you. That's heartwarming. Yeah. Lovely. Then on Sunday, we had Leicester versus Wolves. Yeah, and a big thank you for the turnout for the Wolves boys who came to the Bluefoot. Yeah, that was uh, their well inaugural uh, yeah. league game. Uh, unfortunately, there was no goals in this one, but uh, well, there was. <laughs> but again, <laughs> a very good point. Yeah, again, VAR. Um, and but it's not. It's not really. It was not. It was not VAR interpreting the law. It's just how the law is 
it's written down. It's, if you gain possession after it's touched, a hand or arm, and I'm reading directly from the rules here, and it leads to a goal-scoring opportunity or a goal, then it will be mm-hmm. chopped off. So it's that's just the. I mean, that's we, the way it is. We I might, just feel horrible at the moment. You, 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 I watch them celebrate the goal, and then five minutes later, they're not celebrating a goal. And <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, I, it's when do you celebrate? <laughs> It was such a shock, though, really, that uh, like, it did look an absolutely fine goal. Yeah. But, uh, this is You might have to temper your excitement after a goal goes in. And, and again, that's yeah. just something that you will have to... Yeah, like, I know. I'm grouchy road tonight, by the way. <laughs> Once we get off the VAR, I'll be happy again. <laughs> Sunday, we have uh, Newcastle versus Arsenal. Absolutely brilliant turnout for that. Uh, I survived, by the way. The Tottenham boy behind the bar survived. <laughs> Yes, there was a, a good reaction. Uh, it was some excellent badinage between the so Arsenal fans. Good fun, very good fun. Very well-natured people, very happy. <laughs> Everyone was drowning in an ocean of donuts. Uh, it seems that uh, that is the the breakfast uh, item of choice for our uh, Gooners. Um, and, but actually, there's not a great deal to report on the game, in fairness. It was a very ordinary first half. Yeah, for sure. Uh, they blooded a few new signings, solid away performance, um, and they won 1-0. Well, I think Bamian. John Joe Shelby went off, and the guy that replaced him actually made the mistake for the goal. His pass was intercepted, which went out to the wing, which came up for the goal. Yeah, good good three away points for, for Arsenal. Certainly, after last season as well, they did have a, an incredibly poor away record that, that season. Is an extraordinarily Big good thank point. you to Molly as well for making the homemade scones. Something a little different from the um, donuts. Well done, her. <laughs> that was good. Yeah, indeed. <laughs> uh, and finally on Sunday, there was the, I suppose the big one, Man United versus Chelsea. It was a good old-fashioned mm-hmm. ass-kicking. Four and nothing. Could have been different, though. They hit the crossbar, Chelsea, at zeros. Absolutely, yeah. And, so um, it, it was a different style for them, a bit more attacking, yeah. but... Uh, I was uh, curious to see that uh, Giroud uh, did not play instead of Abram, especially with a midfield that was very uh, young, shall we say. And he started pulling stick on the bench. What the hell was that about? Yeah, I mean, but to be honest, though, he absolutely disintegrated when he we, came on. He did, did totally. So, <laughs> I mean, I, and I'm predicting a very long season for Chelsea. I don't know. I, it's kind of. I mean, they played today and they looked better with uh, uh, Kante in the centre of midfield. So, uh, yeah, I don't know about Tune that. Tune in for the coming weeks to see who's right. Yeah. <laughs> be me. <laughs> all right well that just about uh, wraps it up i think for uh, the games from last weekend uh, we'll take a wee break there and uh, we'll be back with previews of the weekend's games we'll head on now to the uh, preview of the games that are involving the teams that call a blue foot home and it's the first weekend of bundesliga action uh our friends the Bayern Munich Sporters Group, they meet here, and their first game is on Friday at 11.30. 11.30, correct, yes, they're all very excited about it. They came actually on Monday this week for a cup game against a third-tier side whose name escapes me from the German German leagues, but they, they won that game, I believe, 3-1. Okay. Yeah, so nice right. little start for them. Good little turnout, there's about eight or nine of them came in on Monday morning, which was fantastic, yeah. Wow, that's amazing for yeah, well done like a little... Yeah. Uh, so that's the equivalent of the German FA Cup, would you FA say? FA Cup, exactly, okay. yeah, right. for sure, right. yeah. Uh, so, yeah, they've got Hertha Berlin. Apparently, it's a traditional opener that the Bundesliga champions have the first game of the season. Hertha played, placed rather, mid-table last year, so maybe a, a fairly routine win for Bayern, but uh, they're always 
very excited about uh, whatever yeah. goals they scored. They started quite slow last season at Munich. I mean, did. Dortmund were, were nailed on for that title. I yeah. think they were like nearly 10 points ahead at one point. <laughs> well, I do not attest to be a Bundesliga expert, but I watched more than I had done the previous years sure. because yeah. of Sancho playing for, for of Dortmund. Course, yeah. And Bayern Munich absolutely thumped uh, Dortmund towards the back end of the season, like 4 nothing, I think oh, it was yeah, in the end. For sure, yeah. And yeah, it was pretty brutal, but that was basically the decider yeah. for, the, for the title. Our two early game, uh, Bluefoot is not able to open early for the, uh, the Gooners, unfortunately, um, against uh, Burnley, um, Arsenal at home. But uh, honestly, Burnley could do something there. They are, they are on a tear, by the way. I think there was only um, Liverpool and Manchester City who had a better record in the last half of the season last year than, than Burnley. They were yeah, on a tear. They, they look really good, yeah. So Actually, it coincided with Tom Heaton coming in to go for them. Who's now left to go to Villa? Uh, Burnley, they'll fancy their chances, won't they? But, uh, you know, the squeaker there, maybe 2 1 to, to Arsenal. Uh, that's kind of what I'm predicting. I'm going to go for a 1 1 draw. Okay, yeah. It's always really difficult. Those yes. early games are really difficult to get yeah, motivated. Really I'm saying 1 1 because, as you say, Burnley looked good at the back end of the last season. But the 3 o'clock kickoffs. The three o'clock kickoffs. Uh, probably the highlight there is uh, Southampton hosting Liverpool. Liverpool. Had a good win, obviously. Liverpool be knackered. <laughs> Go on, Southampton. Maybe, yeah. Again, we'll probably come to the the, the uh, Super Cup. Um, but yeah. Southampton didn't look particularly impressive, did they? So, no, they were. My... Yeah, yeah. I, I might have got that prediction. <laughs> yeah. Both of ours were absolutely yeah. like, oh, they look like dogs with fleas, really. But um, we've also got Villa playing Bournemouth at seven o'clock as well, which yeah. will be fun. So we're going to be showing that game. Villa's first home game, so hopefully they'll do something there. Yeah. There was nothing that Villa did that uh, thought that, uh, that they're going to really struggle. No, I think Spurs. they'll be safe this season, Villa. They, they, they look like they got enough. Yeah. Yeah. So why not? Uh, the other games, I mean, honestly, like Everton, Watford, anything about that? Um, Watford need to bounce back from losing 3-0 to Brighton. Yeah. Norwich, Newcastle, <laughs> anything? Go Newcastle. And no, then, I don't know. I don't know. And then Brighton, West Ham. Saturday's late game is the big one. Now it gets a bit more interesting. There you go. So it's City versus Tottenham. Oh, well, you anything? We got anything on this? Or is <laughs> I, just carry on? I'm, I'm just hoping we, we actually. <laughs> I'd, I'd be happy with a 2 2. Obviously, yeah. I want to see us win up there. I want to stop the Man City juggernaut as well. Like, but they, they look super hot after the first weekend as well. But I mean, yeah. completely dominated West Ham. Yeah, you've just I'm got a little nervous. I think you've just got to keep it nice and tight for 70 minutes and cool. then see if you can snatch a winner or something like that. I, 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 you're not going to go there and go toe-to-toe with uh, City, I don't suppose, are you? But, no, but we have our new signing, Lo Celso might play, so he didn't play the weekend, so... All right, you'll throw him in for that, that game? Why not? All right, yeah. I mean, By the way, Endembele, he looks the real deal. Yeah, good. Yeah, yeah. he got a good goal in seeing his debut. Fantastic. On Sunday, the, the, the featured games are not all that interesting to me, I've got to say. Sheffield United, they host... Crystal Palace, and which will be open for, and then Chelsea uh, play Leicester, which I always like watching Leicester play. I think they're enjoyable to watch. Yeah, will Big Frank uh, get his uh, first win as Chelsea boss? Yeah, um, he needs to get off to a good start. It's a home opener for them in the league. Um, Leicester got a decent point against uh, Wolves, and Chelsea, having been to Istanbul uh, for the Super Cup, might be a little leggy. Mm. I disagree with the Leicester Wolves game, actually, Paul. Sorry to jump in. I thought Leicester at home with Wolves looking very leggy first half. Yeah. Yeah. It, it, 
I thought that was a poor result for Leicester at home. It wasn't a great yeah. result for anybody, really. Was no, it? It was to be certainly fair. not a fantastic game. Wolves are going to struggle this season as well with the Europa League. They look that they look very tired, very leggy. All right, and the final game this weekend is on Monday at noon, Wolves-Man United. Talking about Wolves. <laughs> yeah, big game, home game, first home game. Cracking fixture, actually, for them. And I think they did Manchester United twice last season. I think that's true, yeah. In a cup and, and in the league and at Molyneux, so... I think Wolves had a fantastic record against the top yeah. six, didn't they, last year? So they did Liverpool in the FA Cup as well, I believe, so... They'll definitely hope to continue doing that. Yes. Um, and, yeah, that's at noon... Mouth-watering game. Great. That's the game that excites me most about this weekend, actually, I think. Mean, apart from, obviously, the... Yeah, is it a flash in the, the pan for United? Who knows um, at this point? But, uh, yeah, Wolves, again, they feel that their midfield's probably going to look good in comparison to United's midfield. I watched United, I, you know, obviously working in the game, but there was something ominous about United, the way they celebrated. They looked like they were a real young unit again, and it scared me a little bit. But a couple of defeats. <laughs> that can all change very quickly. Yeah. All right, I think that just about does it. Um, we'll take a wee break there and then we'll come back with any other business. Any other business? We have just seen the completion of the Super Cup. The winners were uh, Liverpool won that on penalties, um, a 2 all <laughs> draw um, after extra time. After extra time, I can't. What, Ridiculous. Why, why do we need extra time in this game? And then they got to play Saturday at seven. I mean, come on, people. Yeah. Having traveled to like, they look barely. Nasty. Having traveled to barely Europe. Yeah. And then kind of for sure like the out yeah. reaches of Europe, and then like an extra time. Money, money, money. Yeah, so I think that's UEFA taking themselves far too oh. seriously with this cup. And the poor fans as well. Yeah. I mean, come on. Maybe that's why they did it. They're like, let's get that, give them their money's worth. It's like half, half an hour more football. I don't know. But the other thing was that there was a penalty decision uh, to make it two apiece. And I think we need like an NFL style ruling on the field stands or, and ruling on the field is confirmed because uh, we were none the wiser. The, the actual footage itself didn't conclude anything. So I think they must have just gone with the mm-hmm. ruling on the field, but we didn't know anything. Well, that needs to happen, I think. Uh, talking of Champions League and European competition, there was a absolutely epic penalty shootout between Copenhagen and Red Star Belgrade, where there were 22 penalties taken, nine of them missed. No way! <laughs> and the supercut of those penalties is, I mean, they miss in all different ways. It's pretty <laughs> great. So uh, that's definitely worth a, a watch if you uh, have not seen that uh, yet. And Celtic have been knocked out of the Champions League, I believe. Celtic were knocked out by Cluj. I think they've been involved in the group stages before, mm-hmm. uh, but only once. They, uh, but Celtic now drop into the Europa League, so the, the okay. European competition is not absolutely done for them. We uh, got our first tweet uh, from something that they listened to on our <laughs> on our podcast. Thank uh, you. I thank Doug very much for his uh, uh, reply about Judas's, um, and he. Not very happy about uh, RVP and Fabregas moving to Manchester United and Chelsea, respectively, uh, which made me think of some of the things that made me sad. Um, I think Big Sam going to Blackburn was a rough deal um, at first. He kept them up. He got fired. They thought they could do better, and they've never been back in the Prem uh, since. So, ow. Thank you. Come in, Agent Allardyce. Your work is done. Well done. Uh, Sol Campbell. I that's mean, all I ever say. That's, that's route one. Wow. <laughs> Sol Campbell is definitely route one. Yeah. 
Yeah, David Luiz. I mean, is that like a Judas going from Chelsea to Arsenal? Kind of a weird move for me, but, you know, yeah. he was celebrating beating Arsenal in the Europa League final. He goes to Arsenal. I know he has a like history with Emery, but... Yeah, I mean, th- there's been plenty of people from Chelsea gone to Arsenal, I think, or uh, vice versa, like Gallas comes to mind. I don't know whether he's... He ended up at Tottenham as well. <laughs> yeah, he did a bit of a, a grand yeah. tour of, uh, yeah. <laughs> of London clubs. Yeah. Underground yeah. tour of London. <laughs> I don't remember him at Brentford, no. but, uh, yeah... Yeah, I think he was. Uh, I think he worked the pie stand at one point. <laughs> yeah, Sell, yeah. Was, uh, Only as a washer up, though. I have to say, yeah. didn't serve pro- an actual pie. Yeah. <laughs> Selling programs at Leighton Orient. Yeah. The other thing. So Bolton. Uh, my unsung heroes this week are uh, David Lee, Nicky Spooner, and Gavin McCann, the academy leaders at Bolton Wanderers. They got an absolutely glorious point against Coventry City. The average age of the team was 19 years old. I could not have been prouder of yeah. the of the team. Uh, a tear in my eyes. I read all of the people that had been there and their accounts of uh, what had gone on. I'm just. Uh, I hope that this continues. Um, I think updates on that today is that Bassini had his day in court. I think every party seemed to be happy that uh, hopefully the sale is going to be able to uh, continue, uh, but that Bassini will um, hope. Well, he'll argue his case um, with Anderson after all of that sale has gone through. So, anyway, uh, hopefully there'll be better news next week and uh, the sale will continue. Uh, and let's get out of administration. Yeah, congratulations. You scored two goals yesterday as well, I believe. Right? You actually <laughs> took did. a lead 1-0, didn't you? Well, we were 1-0 and 2-1, yeah. <laughs> yeah, uh, the future's going to be there. But I think we just ran out of puff a little bit. A little bit, yeah, for sure. But you got young kids. I mean, there was a guy on the team photo to the left with blonde hair who looked about... I don't know, 12 years old to me. Yeah, someone posted the ages of the team that, uh, that was selected against Coventry, and there's actually, I think it was number 47, okay. a fella called Luke Hutchinson. So I might have to get myself... Oh, hello. <laughs> I might have to get myself a, a 47 Where shirt. Where were you in that nightclub? <laughs> <laughs> so our Luke did us proud, uh, and so, yeah, we hope that, uh, yeah, he carries on and, and does us proud. And a big shout out to Billy Sharp. Sheffield United. Is there any better man to get a goal like that? <laughs> yeah, absolutely. And yeah. I, I think he's one of the very few people that have got goals in all four pro leagues in in sure. England. Yeah, which I, I think that was his first one in the Premier League. Yeah, but the the, the, the joy on the faces was yeah. it was a joy to watch actually. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, yeah I heard him interviewed yeah. and uh, yeah, he was absolutely delighted to, yeah. be able to to do something. Bolton play Tranmere Rovers at the weekend and okay, this brought me to mind that uh, about petty rivalries. I don't like uh, Tranmere Rovers because they did us in the League Cup semi-final in like 2001. So I've since then held a grudge. Uh, Allardyce, when he was the manager at Bolton, he actually he got his team to change on the bus and got arrived at Tranmere Rovers Prenton Park about 15 minutes before the kickoff. Got in there. I think we won. And then they left without showering. Uh, wow. So <laughs> he was so embittered by the uh, the experience of being in Tranmere that he decided that he wanted to spend as little time as possible there. So Tranmere Rovers and also Ipswich Town are my petty rivalries. Do you have any petty rivalries with clubs? Petty rivalries? That's a, that's a really good question. I, it used to be Nottingham Forest back in the day when they, they were a Premier League club. All right. We used to play them in a cup a lot. They annoyed me. <laughs> we never seem to beat them that often. So. so, dear listener, I would like to open that up to you. Uh, do you have any petty rivalries? That things that just 
they did something once and that's it for them. You, they were uh, like someone that you just can't abide your club uh, getting beat to. So yeah, for sure. And another one is well, actually, I'm just remembering, reminding myself now. If you put me on the mark like that, is Liverpool. When I was at school in the eighties, they won everything, and it seemed everybody was a Liverpool supporter. And me being a Tottenham Hotspur fan. I got ridiculed and bullied, and then we finally get to a Champions League final this season. Last season, sorry. And who do we face? No, do we face Barcelona, Ajax, anybody of European nature? No, Liverpool. Um, so yeah, for that we want you to email us uh, footyfromthefoot at gmail.com, and then we have the social media on Twitter and Instagram at footyfromfoot. Let us know, and we'll go through those next week. Just a little bit of business from, from last week. We followed Punjab United versus uh, Broadbridge Heath. And uh, Broadbridge were the winners. They won 1-0. So that, uh, and they're becoming our official FA Cup team yes. uh, for uh, the Footy from the Foot podcast. We'll follow them through the preliminary rounds. Uh, and so, yeah, if, if they get beat to someone, we'll follow that team and so on and so on. Uh, forthcoming attractions. What's, uh, what, uh, so Friday... Open at the regular hours. Yeah, we're open 11 on Friday. Obviously, 11.30 is the Bayern Munich Cup Berlin game. Looking forward to that. Saturday and Sunday, the doors will be open at 6 a.m. for all your footballing needs. And Monday again, 11 o'clock, the doors will be open for the 12 p.m. game. Wolves between and... Manchester, uh, Wolverhampton Wanderers, the Wolves, and Manchester United. Perfect. All right. So, yeah, get yourself down here. And, uh, yeah, it'll be good to see you. All right. Let's just round up. Footy from the foot. Dot com is live check it out and you can access all of the previous uh, podcasts from there and if you're so inclined tell two friends if you're enjoying this podcast uh, let other people know I also wanted to thank my pal David Sangster who has uh, supplied the new theme tune and the outro that you're totally. about to hear so uh, thank you for that uh, give him a follow on at one in 20 Parkinson's he's a really good lad and uh, yeah we thank him for his efforts. And thank you for everybody who came out this weekend as well for the games. It's been a really good atmosphere in the Blue Football this weekend. Absolutely. And thank you to the Arsenal fans for not maiming me for life. <laughs> no, I'm joking. <laughs> well, the North London Dab is soon, so uh, yeah, don't, don't count your chickens. <laughs> All right. Thank you, dear listener. And let's do this again next Thursday. Goodbye. Goodbye.